across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. 20 minutes after 3 o'clock, off to New York next. Uh, Show and Bryce Peace, our SABC correspondent, is now joining us. Security forces in the United States have taken necessary measures to ensure the safety ahead of uh, Donald Trump's court appearance. We also understand that the federal law enforcement officials are tracking a surge of violent threats against Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. So what's the situation like in New York City this morning? We're joined by Sean Bricepiece, who is outside the Manhattan courthouse. Sean, good afternoon, and thank you so much for making time for us. I know it's good morning your side. And uh, just tell us about what you're currently seeing and um, if there is indeed any hive of activity, considering that you will have this court appearance by Donald Trump. Well, if you're uh, expecting throngs of supporters to descend on this courthouse, we haven't seen it yet uh, for the former president, uh, Alvin. Uh, The the largest contingent of anything out here is the media. I cannot tell you how many video cameras, correspondents, camera people, producers are lined uh, lined up outside this courtroom in anticipation of what is, of course, a very historic moment in the United States. For the very first time in U.S. history, a former president will be criminally indicted. And as you well know, the former president spent the night in Trump Tower, having uh, flown in from Florida to hand himself over. He will be uh, processed when he arrives here. He will be fingerprinted. There is some speculation that he might not get a mugshot. He might not see a mugshot, uh, given the status of the former president. But he will spend some time in that courthouse, in a room, in a holding room, before he will appear before a judge. The big decision coming down from that judge last night, Alvin, was that uh, no video, video cameras mm. will be allowed in court, so it won't be of the uh, O.J. Simpson vein, where you'll see blow by blow being transmitted live across the world. But he will allow five cool photographers in court at the beginning, before the arraignment actually formally starts. And then the uh, former president is walked into court, surrounded by a court secret service agents that will not leave his side. Uh, given his status as a former president, there will be some still photography that will emerge from that courtroom before the judge takes the stand. So that you'll get some elements, some visual elements from inside there, where the president is expected to plead to over 30 counts of fraud, we understand, related to business fraud, related to hush money payments he made during, uh, allegedly made to uh, two women during the 2016 presidential election. Uh, we expect the president to plead not guilty. He will then exit the court. We're told this could last for about 15 minutes get back in his convoy, drive to the airport, fly back to Florida, where he's expected tonight, Alvin, to give a prime time address, 8.15 p.m. local time. And uh, we'll see him on camera, probably very, very critical of the person that is involved here today. I wonder, though, why would Donald Trump's lawyers oppose this application that has been brought by the media to actually film the proceedings, considering, as somebody else had said, that the reason that a Donald Trump would want to physically appear in court is because he's in his element. The focus is on him. Because he's running for the Republican nomination in 2024 and uh, opposition research would use those images of him uh, pleading not guilty, you know, sitting up in court, that could uh, have a negative impact on the campaign that, uh, of course, uh, is uh, overshadowing in many uh, instances uh, the criminal proceedings that's an unfold here today. And what you have seen, Alvin, is that the president's poll numbers, the former president's poll numbers since this indictment came down on Thursday last week, have shot through the roof. Some 80% of Republicans believe that he is being unfairly targeted by the prosecution. And more interestingly, Eldrin, is that none of the contenders for that Republican nomination, Nikki Haley, uh, the, former go- the current governor of uh, Florida, Ron DeSantis, Mike Pence, 
for probably a, a planning run for the Republican nomination are not very critical of the president. They're not using this opportunity to uh, beat down Trump and to say, you know, criticize the criminal indictment because they recognize his popularity in the party. And if he were to, you know, go to jail for these charges, they would then want to capitalize on, the, on his supporters having not criticized him during this process. So, uh, yeah, he doesn't want those video cameras in court because this could hurt him uh, given the campaign that's also being run yeah. uh, parallel to this uh, criminal procedure. Then the security around um, Alvin Bragg, what is that about? What are some of the concerns that have been raised and have there been any threats that have been made against him? There has been some online chatter, but uh, we heard from uh, New York Mayor Eric Adams yesterday that uh, nothing credible as yet. He also warned potential rabble-rousers to control themselves in New York City. He said, this is not a playground for your misplaced anger. Uh, to those coming to protest while you are in town, be on your best behavior or face arrest. We also understand that Al- Alvin Bragg's security detail has been up since this indictment. So he is very well uh, protected uh, in terms of any uh, potential threat. We do understand that some uh, protests will happen near the courthouse uh, at some point today, uh, Alden, but I haven't seen a huge, huge turnout. Uh, given, of course, uh, the front of mind concerns about what happened on January 6, 2021, of course, at the BS of the man that will uh, plead in court later today. And let's just quickly touch on um, the upcoming primaries. Um, I see that Mike Pence has again thrown his weight behind Donald Trump around, for instance, also arguing that this is a witch hunt. What do you make of that? They need Donald Trump's support. If Donald Trump isn't successful in this Republican nomination process, uh, Donald Trump still holds sway within the Republican Party. And so they are very... Uh, reticent to criticize the former president to say, well, you know, if he committed uh, a crime or, uh, you know, we're all equal under the law uh, and, and presidents are, are certainly no exception, you haven't heard that from them. And that tells you that they understand the political implications here, that even if Donald Trump is indicted, even if Donald Trump has a capable answer, he can very quickly turn his supporters against them, and they certainly don't want to see that. So my friend is walking a very fine line in terms of not offending Trump supporters but also a waiting to see a trial to imagine to see exactly what is in the indictment, which no one knows yet, except that we're expecting some 30 plus charges to be brought down today. And even if a Trump is prosecuted, they're very clear that he will still continue to pursue to try and make it back again, the top seat of the United States as the president. Oh, the Constitution is pretty clear. Whether you are criminally indicted or have a criminal conviction, uh, the Constitution doesn't say anything about that precluding you from running for the highest office. It's very clear that you have to be a natural-born citizen, essentially an American, to run for the presidency. And so the president, the former president has made it clear, Alvin, that the indictments will not preclude him from continuing this campaign. And you'll begin to see elements of that when he addresses the uh, American public at 8.15 p.m. Central, really seeking to leverage this moment in front of the cameras to his political advantage, because winning the White House will certainly prevent any future cases, and remember this is one of many, uh, around the Trump orbit, uh, the uh, investigation into his retention of classified documents, his alleged election interference in the state of Georgia, and, so, and on and on his, uh, his role in the January 6th uh, uh, insurrection. Uh, 
all those are, are orbiting around him. So if he wins the presidency, it might uh, mean that those cases would not be able to move ahead because he cannot prosecute a certain president. Yeah. A final one is a, a lot of the reportage, of course, around this indictment has been around the hush money that was paid to Stormy Daniels. Um, has she said anything at all or a lawyer said anything at all? Do we know whether she'd be called as a witness? We don't know those details. Remember, we don't even know what is in this indictment. Mm. We understand that it relates to hush money payments. Michael Cohen, of course, has been very central to this uh, Trump's former fixer and lawyer who went to jail for the same campaign finance violations because he admitted to uh, you know, providing the funds for Stormy Daniel. But his claim is that he was then later reimbursed by Donald Trump from the White House after he defeated Hillary Clinton in the 2016 election. Stormy Daniels has sort of been on social media sort of cheering this, but this has been a long time coming. Remember, she wanted to reveal this during the 2016 campaign and, and received this payment, but has subsequently come forward and uh, uh, has been backed up by Michael Cohen. So, you know, there are questions about Michael Cohen's credibility. You'll see the Trump uh, team tried to sort of focus on that. This is someone that went to jail for lying to Congress. This is someone that went to jail for campaign finance violations. So whether his credibility will stand up in court uh, remains to be seen. Uh, but this is going to play out uh, in the days, weeks and months ahead, Albert. Thank you so much for your time. Show and Bryce Peace there, SABC correspondent in the United States, and he's outside the Manhattan courthouse where Donald Trump is set to appear and for the first time would hear what the charges against him are. 0614-104-107, that's our voice note line. You can also drop me a tweet at Aldrin St. Pierre and our studio line is 86 2032